0: Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 17 of our Book of Acts video devotional series called Christ in the Crisis for today, May the 12th, 2020, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, Maybe you're watching this live, maybe you're watching or listening to a recording but thank you so much for tuning in with us. And we invite you to share this post and share this feed, as I say, almost every day. You've got people who are hunting around, surfing around on the Internet, looking for interesting content. Uh, I, I, last week, uh, just as an example, there's a 26-minute video that has uh, millions, I think it is 8 million views in two days or something, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, which is a conspiracy theory, uh, of course, about the uh, the virus. A wild and inaccurate and ridiculous conspiracy theory. But imagine all those millions and millions of views. Uh, so people are looking for all kinds of content. Why don't you share with them this? And we're talking about the Book of Acts and the Bible's New Testament and the hope that we have, yes we can, the hope that we can have in Christ, who is alive, the risen Savior, the Lord Jesus himself, the same Jesus that they were talking about 2,000 years ago in the book of Acts, we're talking about today in the 21st century as we endure this worldwide pandemic. So we're doing this series on weekdays uh, up till the weekend of May the 31st, and every Sunday we do a, a sermon um our church is of course online at 11 a.m on uh, this facebook page we also post our content on our uh, website at citypointchurch.ca and you can listen to audio through the podbean and apple podcasts platforms um so i encourage you to share 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 uh share with friends share with enemies Share, and uh, we'll get people into the into the Bible. Remember that on the thirty first of May, I'll put it on the screen, as I always do, we are going to have a little contest on this content, and the winner is going to receive no strings attached. An iPad will be mailed to their house, brand new from the Apple Store, ten point two inches one hundred and twenty eight gigs uh retina screen uh you're gonna love that that's a really nice really expensive uh prize so uh you know that's pretty good and you learn the bible at the same time okay so give you some incentive maybe you've got teenagers in the house young adults in the house get them into the scripture the scripture gives hope and the book of acts is a book about people dealing with crisis after crisis after crisis this is the brand new early church in the first century, that we get to observe through this document that's been preserved for us. We're in Acts chapter 9, and we have just looked at Saul and how Saul, uh, unbeknownst to his own self, I mean, he was uh, caught, arrested, um, seized by the same Jesus that he was persecuting and there's this amazing transformation into his life and in the middle of chapter 9 he runs into Ananias who is being told by God that he has to help uh, Saul and um, uh, Ananias a little reluctant but then he tells him I have chosen this man Saul he's going to proclaim my name to Gentiles that's non-Jewish people and their kings, and he's going to proclaim my name to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. And he had blinded this man Saul. And he runs into Ananias, and Ananias says to him, Jesus has told me that uh, I need to help you, and um, he sent me to you so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Curious phrase, we've seen this in Acts chapter 2, and we've seen this also in Acts chapter 8. Remember in Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, or the uh, Jewish holiday of Shavuot, as it was called? Uh, that is where we see the early believers filled with the Holy Spirit. We see it again in the uh, in Samaria. When Philip, uh, sorry, not Philip. Um, uh, not uh, yes, uh, we see it in Samaria. We see it in. Uh, uh, well, you got two different stories there. Anyway, I'm mixing myself up. But uh, Act Chapter Eight, you see this happen as well. That's right, Simon the magician. And uh, he sees that uh, Peter and John place their hands on a group of believers there, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't know exactly what happened to them, but something supernatural seemed to have happened because Simon wanted to buy the power that he saw there. and Now my brain is in, in gear. So we see it in Acts chapter 2, we see it in Acts chapter 8, we see it over here in Acts chapter 9. Interesting. Now on Sunday, I'm going to talk about the crisis of persecution and reference the uh, power of the Holy Spirit at the same time. You'll want to j- tune in at 11, okay? Now, uh, boy, that's funny. My ears are actually red <laughs> right now. I'm a little embarrassed by that mistake. But anyway, Um, so here, Acts chapter 9, um, he has sent me to you so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So he puts his hands on Saul. It says something like, scales fell from his eyes and he could see again, and he got up and was baptized And after taking some food, he regained his strength. doesn't say anything that happened to him with reference to being filled with the Holy Spirit, however. Unless, of course, we say, well, that's the scales that fell from his eyes or something like that. In any case, we're going to revisit that, okay? Um, so, So Saul, he spends time with believers in Damascus. These are believers who he would have persecuted. And they're, of course, shocked. And he gets more and more influential, he is baffling the Jewish people in the city of Damascus, he is proving the Messiahship of Jesus in these debates that he has, and they get pretty upset at him, um, just like he got upset at the early Christians. There is a group of of Jews who are obviously not followers of Jesus, these folks. And they probably think something of the same thing that Saul thought before he was sort of seized by God there. And they want to end his life. Um, he manages to escape, he gets into the city of Jerusalem, he tries to join the disciples, they're afraid of him too, because they think maybe he's conning them, maybe he's just looking for an inroad, pretending that something's happened to him, but he's going to try and persecute them, and then they realize that he's the real deal. Uh, Barnabas helps him, and Barnabas will be kind of a a friend of Paul in the book of Acts, you'll see, uh, over time. And uh, so uh, Saul or Paul stays with them. He speaks boldly in the name of the Lord. He talks and debates with the Grecian Jews. They get upset at him. They try to persecute him. They take him to Caesarea. They send him off to Tarsus. I mean, he's making waves right away. Tremendous transformation in his life. And then we see there's a period of brief peace Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened, uh, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, and increased in numbers. Okay? So then we shift in the chapter to the ministry of Peter. You're going to see a lot of Paul. You're going to see a lot of Peter in the book of Acts. And here we have Peter. Um, He's traveling about the country, and he uh, goes to a place called Lydda to see if there are believers there, and he finds a man by the name of Aeneas. Now, Luke does this. He does it in the book of Luke, and he does it in the book of Acts. He gets detailed, and he likes naming names. And so, here he has Aeneas uh, named for us, who's paralyzed, and who has been bedridden for eight years. And I want you to notice what Peter does. He calls him by name and he says this to him Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. And immediately the man gets up. And people start turning to the Lord in the in the city and in neighbor, neighboring city called Sharon uh, because of what happened to this man. This is remarkably similar to things that we see in the life of Jesus in the Gospels. And this is a pattern that we see in the book of Acts. Believers are starting to do some of the same things that Jesus did, even though Jesus was not present with them physically in the book of Acts. And we see it's almost word for word, like something that you would read in the Gospels. Now we turn to a place called Joppa, And there's another person named there. Uh, Her name is Tabitha, or Dorcas is her Greek name. She uh, uh, does good. She helps the poor, we're told. She gets sick. She passes away. We don't know of what. Her body is placed in an upstairs room and here we see the ministry of Peter looking suspiciously like something that Jesus did and they go and get Peter he and they immediately try and, and get him in there he gets upstairs there's people wailing and crying, and they show him the, the, the work and the, uh, the clothing that this woman had made, and they're, they're just so sad because of her passing, and Peter sends them all out of the room, and he gets down on his knees, and he prays. You're about to read something that um, is the first time that you see this kind of miracle replicated by a a follower of Jesus, without Jesus there, and he's going to raise this woman from the dead. He turns toward, toward her and says, Tabitha, get up. Very similar to something Jesus did in the Gospels. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up gasp incredible he took her by the hand and helped her to her feet he calls the believers especially those widows who were who were crying and presented her to them alive and this of course becomes known all over the place and many people turn and believe in the lord and then simon stays in a place called joppa uh, with a tanner named Simon. Interesting what we're going to see in chapter 10 and chapter 11. Simon is Jewish and he's staying with a tanner. Uh, tanner is working with animal skin, dead animals all the time, not kosher. And you're going to see something quite interesting in Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 11. W- what do we learn from this bulk here, of uh, this, this chunk of Acts chapter 9? Well, We see the infilling of the Holy Spirit there, again, curiously mentioned, and we're going to follow that through uh, on Sunday and keep watching that in the book of Acts. But again, we see the ministry of Jesus happening through these ordinary people. And this is authentication after authentication of the claim of who Jesus is. And we're going to see this pattern as we watch it through the book of Acts. They are doing the same kinds of things that Jesus did in very similar ways. They're experiencing persecution in very similar ways to Jesus. And that's, again, what disciples do. Disciples follow Jesus they walk like him, they talk like him, they live like him, they have uh, the, the power of the, of the Spirit of God is the power of Jesus resident in the believer's life. Is that a magic trick? No. Does that mean they can run around and do miraculous things at will and it would work all the time? No uh you're going to see times where it didn't work in the new testament you're going to see people who were not healed in the new testament and again the book of acts covers a span of some 35 years okay but but uh, the disciple walks talks thinks like acts like lives like Jesus and that that takes a lifetime of growth to to become conformed to the character and the likeness of Christ in every way. And whether you, whether or not you believe in in miracles today, that that's not the issue. The 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 biggest goal of the disciple is to become Christ-like in our character and to be like him as Paul would would write later in his sufferings that we would somehow be like him in his resurrection so you know everybody follows something uh even atheists follow something and uh you know you really want to follow something and someone that's going to make your life meaningful it's going to make your life fruitful it's going to make your life impact other people and that's going to impact your life even beyond the grave there's no one greater Than the Lord Jesus Himself, and that's who we need to be following. He can take us through any crisis, and even through the curtain to the other side. So I trust that this is an encouragement to you. Keep on reading, keep on persevering through the Book of Acts with me. And tomorrow and the next day, we're going to look into Acts chapter ten, Acts chapter eleven. You're going to find it really, really amazing. God bless you and uh, have a great rest of day. We'll check in with you tomorrow.